happening, guys? Coast to Coast Studios, your host for Behind the Grams, where we jump some of the stories, the motivations, and inspirations behind what we do as creators, artists, entrepreneurs, business owners, or anyone in general chasing a dream. Tonight, we have special guest Bianca. She's located here in Anaheim, California. She is inspired to be a music- musician, she, an actor, actress. She also wants to get into the real estate, get her license this year. She has a ton of goals that she's working towards. Bianca, thank you so much for joining us here on Behind the Grams. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I totally appreciate that. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to thank everybody listening. I thank you guys for tuning in. I'm not sure where you're coming in from, but be sure to follow us on Behind the Grams via Instagram and also just follow the links and show some love on the special guests that come on. So, Bianca, let's jump right into Behind the Grams. Tell me a little bit about yourself and fill in the viewers on what you do and and what you want to do. Awesome. So I came out here to Orange County about six months ago. I'm actually a survivor of domestic violence. Mm -hmm. I my abusive ex-husband and I came out here to pretty much start a new life altogether. Mm -hmm. Um, I was born and raised in L.A. And then I moved to the San Fernando Valley, which is a suburb of L.A., lived there for about 10 years and that's where I met my ex-husband um things got pretty crazy and he became very abusive and one night you know he did try to like pretty much murder me out of the I say you know what this is not the life I want to live you know I have three kids I need to live for so I just packed my things went to the hospital and fled out to a shelter and ever since then I've been embarking on a new journey wow I decided to take that as an opportunity that God was giving me to pretty much starting a new slate actually so I decided to go back to school I'm taking courses at Fullerton College trying to pursue my degree in human services and cinema and tv as well mm-hmm. um, I decided to pursue my passion in singing acting um, one day I do aspire to become a, t- a film producer mm-hmm. a film director um, I decided to pursue my license in real estate notary and also property and casualty insurance. So yeah, I just have so many vivid dreams that I'm embar- I'm trying to work towards yeah, you're trying right to now. Turn them into your reality. Yeah, that's what it's all much. about. And a huge thing about turning those dreams into your reality is the simple fact of putting action into those words. You know, just start. I, don't let. Don't allow perfection to get in the way of production, and just just start pursuing those. Definitely. And also fear and doubt Mm -hmm. is also our biggest obstacle and setback. Uh, My whole life, I doubted myself, my own capabilities, my talents. And now that I'm 30 years old, I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I have the ability to create the life I want to. And now that I got my power to do so, then I definitely feel more confident and more empowered to set on, you know, completing and reaching those goals no matter how unrealistic they may seem or how difficult I do believe that if you have a dream it's more than likely because you are able to attain that dream that's something that God deposited into you so I definitely want to motivate everybody else out there that if you're struggling with doubt and fear just know that it only exists in your mind that there's nothing that can hold you back other than yourself exactly and jumping into that aspect of fear and going back a little bit, you mentioned that you're in an abusive relationship and, and maybe some of the viewers, and I know a lot of women and people yes. in general are out there in abusive relationships. What were some of the, the factors that you, you, you kept your motivation up and you, you put aside the fear 
because a lot of women may be in these abusive relationships and they stay in that relationship due to fear. How did you get past that fear? And how did you decide to make yourself a new life? It's a process, you know, um, I did go through five years of abuse and within those five years, I would leave and come back. Mm -hmm. And I just found out through my domestic violence facilitator that technically you leave the relationship at at least I would say six times. And on your seventh time, research actually shows that that's when you actually get the courage to leave. Mm -hmm. According to researchers and social scientists, that's what it shows, but I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but it took me a lot of, how can I say a lot of, you know, leaving, coming back. And then I also moved out into a transitional home, which is a home that's set up to help women that are in the same situation and you would pay your share of the rent. And within that time, I managed to get in tune with myself and find myself and get to know myself better. The best times when you can get to know yourself and who you really are is when you're in complete solitude. Exactly. When everything is removed from your surroundings and you are in a situation by, you know, by chance or by force or whatever the circumstances may be, and you find yourself being alone that's when you get to do a lot of the soul searching. That's when you get to do a lot of insight and you get the opportunity to get to know yourself and love yourself and, and realize like, I don't deserve this. Um, I'm worth more than that. And I would also watch YouTube videos. Um, I would follow some life coaches. There's one in Spain actually that would upload videos on YouTube about how to, you know, love yourself and how we didn't really need to be with someone that the idea or the perception that we need somebody to be happy was erroneous. It was false. You have everything that you need within you to be happy. Having someone is just that compliment to your life. 100%. I think you said that very well. For anybody listening, what was that program that you reached out to and how can somebody reach out to get help? Definitely. So I went to the emergency room. And while I was at the emergency room, I spoke to a social worker and the social worker saw that I had a bump on my head because my ex-husband actually threw me on the sidewalk and bashed my head against the sidewalk. And, you know, I had like a really bad headache and my head was throbbing and everything. And the social worker saw me and she was like, you know, you're not going back to him because if you do go back, he's going to kill you for sure. So we're going to make sure that you get somewhere safe. So she immediately had her iPhone and she started calling like all these shelters and the majority of the shelters were full. They had no room. So we started reaching out and branching out to other areas outside of where I lived. And I was fortunate enough to find WTLC, which is in Fullerton. It's women's transitional living center. It's a 42 emergency women's shelter that takes in women that have been uh, victims of domestic violence So I was there for about 42 days and, you know, they do provide you with everything that you need, your toiletries, they give you bus passes. Um, They even have a thrift store down the street called the Bargain Box Mm -hmm. that actually accepts a voucher from them. And it gives you like 12 items for free. You can get shoes, clothes that are in great condition. Um, I didn't even have my birth certificate. So that was actually a very symbolic moment of my life because my case advocate um, gave me some quarters so I can take the bus over to Norwalk yeah. since I was 
LA County. That was the nearest courthouse in LA County that could give me the birth certificate. And I remember when I walked up to the counter and I got my birth certificate, I literally almost cried because it almost felt like the guy behind the counter was saying like, here, here's your life. Here's your new identity. So yeah, that was a very powerful moment in my life. I felt like that's when I started to live, when I really started living my life. I went from being solely focused on being a wife and a mother to our three kids to actually working on Bianca and getting to know Bianca. Wow. So, yeah. (laughs) What do you think that is one of your biggest learning lessons that you learned throughout that whole experience? I learned my worth. I got to know myself better. I, I, I think I also learned that I didn't need a man to make me happy. Mm-hmm. And I also learned that I needed to heal from my past because I also come from an abusive uh, childhood. I had, I was, I grew up in a very chaotic and dysfunctional household where my stepdad would beat up on my mother and I would witness that as a child. Yeah. And research even shows that trauma affects the brain of children and how they actually work. So mm-hmm. you carry a lot of that trauma through your adulthood and you're running on survival mode and you don't even realize it. Wow. And usually you become the victim of a domestic violence or you become a perpetrator yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what research shows. And I learned that I needed to go back into my childhood and really heal yeah, for from all that trauma and forgive and know that I didn't deserve that, that I don't deserve to have someone beating up on me or choking me or nothing like that, that I'm worth way more than that. And that, yes, I do have the power to be happy, that I don't need to be in a relationship to be happy. If you find someone, that should be an added bonus into your life. It shouldn't be your priority or necessity. You shouldn't feel like you need somebody because in reality, we don't. You do need that human connection but that's not your ultimate happiness. That should just be a compliment. Exactly. Well, thank you for opening up with me about that subject a little bit. I feel we could definitely help a lot of people that are listening that may be in that similar situation. Jumping on, I know you said you do singing, acting, and you want to, You have a lot of goals. Where did you start to begin being passionate about singing and acting? I think when I was in that transitional home that I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, we would have weekly meetings in the home and a lot of those meetings entailed, um, you know, women empowerment, mm-hmm. like getting to know yourself. They would ask us like, what is it that you want to do in life? Like, what are your dreams and your goals and your aspirations? And they even gave us a notebook and they had us write down, like, what are your goals that, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Yeah. And when I took my time to think about that, I was like, Oh shoot. I didn't even realize that I was just living day by day. And my whole focus was, well, I just want to be married and have more kids (laughs) and raise my children. Um, But once I really started brainstorming, I was like, wait, what do I want to do with my life? What do I want to do with myself? And then that's when I started to realize, like, I wanted to be a singer. I've always wanted to be an actress since I was a little girl. Um, I remember as young as six years old, I used to watch Spanish soap operas, novelas, yeah. and I used to imitate the actresses on the novelas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would imitate the way they walk, the way they dress, <laughs> and, you know, awesome. the way they... Yeah, and that's when I realized, like, you know, this is my passion. This is what I really want to do, and I think I should just start going for it. I should just pursue it, because I'm not getting any younger. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And I just didn't, I just didn't want to live with that bitterness or that resentment. You can't. Or that if. You can't. You gotta. You gotta definitely. And Jim Carrey says it best, and I say this in a lot of my episodes. You know, you could fail at doing something you hate, so you might as take, well take a chance at doing the thing that you love. Something you love. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Exactly. Yep. What are What are one of your favorite quotes? Um. Well, the only ones that come to mind are Bible verses. Mm-hmm. There's one, you know, Philippians four thirteen. I can do anything through Christ who strengthens me. And there's one in Psalms, Psalm twenty seven four, I believe. I'm not hundred percent sure, but it says, "Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will grant you the desires of your heart." Wow, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, those are my two favorite, actually, that I tend to revert back to, and you know, sometimes I pray about them, ask God for guidance, and ask Him to, uh, you know, guide me with His divine will. Um, but other than that, I can't think of any right now. <laughs> no, that's great. You got to have those little things in your life that you kind of look back to and, and use to motivate yourself. Jumping into motivation, yeah. what are some of the biggest motivations that you use to keep yourself driven and pushing towards your goals each and every day? It's so funny that you asked me that because I'm kind of, it, it, it feels like I'm, I'm wired differently or wired in a weird way. And I say this because I'm a, I'm a fighter from what I see. I've been going through so many challenges and hardships lately, like not being able to obtain employment, uh, living in different shelters where they have curfew and all these restrictions. And I'm the kind of person that needs a little bit more freedom mm-hmm. and uh, flexibility than most to do the things that I want to do pretty much just so Absolutely. that I can get things done. I can't really work under pressure. I can't really be micromanaged. Mm-hmm. So, being in a home where they had 8 p.m. curfew and if you were late past curfew, they had you come home for 6 p.m. curfew for the next two weeks as punishment. All of that actually motivated me to want to get my life together and strive harder and work towards my goals even faster than before. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody, you know, they say that the hardest steel is burned from the hottest flames and you can use those those kind of <laughs> downtimes to fuel your fire, you know? Yeah, I, I feel like these um, challenges served as a catalyst mm-hmm. to get to where I need to go. And I think if, if if I'm being sincere with you, like I feel looking back on these times, I probably wouldn't have the motivation and the courage that I have now to embark on that journey if, if I wasn't in through what you had gone through. Yeah, exactly. like if I wasn't in uncomfortable situations, I wouldn't produce what I can right now. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I would totally empower you to start a podcast reaching out to women who, or anyone in general who have been in a similar situation and kind of dig into the stories to inspire and help other women to, to be able to reach the resources that they need to and also gain the courage they need to, you know. I agree. It's so funny you mentioned that because that thought popped into my head a few days ago. Um, I think it was actually when I saw your Instagram, when I saw that you were doing the podcast, mm-hmm. I thought, what if I start one to actually reach out to the women and even the men too, because believe it or not, there are some men that are also victims of domestic violence, like Absolutely. their girlfriends beat up on them or they verbally abuse them. And because, you know, they're men and they don't want to hurt their partner and they love their partner, they choose not to lash out physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely want to reach out to the men and women out there that are suffering. And I just want to tell them right now, I, I feel like there's a lot of people that are 
that feel like there is no way out. I can sense that there's a lot of sorrow right now and crushed there and just know that the grass is greener on the other side. Like I was in the same situation where I thought that I wasn't going to make it or that I needed my husband and his family because I didn't even have a place to go. His mm -hmm. family took me. They were abusive as well, verbally yeah. and psychologically. And I remember thinking like, well, I need them. Uh, where am I going to go? Like, you know, what mm -hmm. shelters would take me in? But you didn't have any family I, out here, huh? No, I don't have family support. My mother lives out of state and I do have brothers mm -hmm. that can they can take me in, but they choose not to. Yeah. So I've been on my own ever since. And so. Well, it's made you a I stronger just, person today. It, it did. And it made me mm -hmm. more independent. And, you know, just witnessing, you know, my ex would try to pick fights with me every day. And just seeing how he became more violent, more aggressive, made me realize, like, I don't deserve this. And yeah. I just got the courage and said, you know what? I'm walking out. I'm just trusting in God. And mm -hmm. I'm going to see where I can go from here. And I'm going to pack up my bags and start a new life. And I did. And honestly, it almost seems like there were all these wonderful opportunities and blessings waiting for me at the other side. When I came out here, a lot of doors have opened up for me, mm -hmm. even though yeah, there have been challenges along the way. But there's also a lot of opportunity that I see. And it's, it's worth it. I'm glad that I took that step. And I just want to encourage all the listeners out there that there is hope and that there is a way out and that mm -hmm. yeah once you're out of that situation you're gonna feel so empowered and so confident it's not even funny you're gonna absolutely. look back at this and laugh. <laughs> absolutely going into that what would be one thing that you would say to really inspire someone to make that step or even just keep up the courage to keep pursuing the dreams that they're passionate about <laughs> Um, for those that are spiritual or that are open to, you know, spirituality, I would say pray, trust in God, give him your burdens, the desires of your heart, talk to him, like how you would talk to a friend, you know, wherever you are, whether it's in your room, in your car, or even in your mind, or write them down. That's something I also used to do. I used to write down in a journal all my dreams and goals, mm -hmm. and I would literally write a letter to God and tell him what I wanted. Yeah, how it's I wanted definitely so important to write down here. Right yeah. now, to keep it in your mind and, and in in thought, you know? In thought and, and just know that you have everything that you need to actually go out there and pursue your dreams and mm -hmm. actually attain them. Absolutely. You have what it takes. You have the potential. You have your God-given talent. So you are not just brought into this world just to exist. No, exactly. you are brought into this world with a purpose. Everybody has a purpose in life and everybody has something they could bring to the table. Exactly. Exactly. I think you're going to do very well. And I think that you should definitely just keep pursuing it. You're local. I'd love to continue this relationship and, and stay in contact. Yeah, of course. And I look forward to actually doing more podcasts with you and even doing a video podcast one of these days, actually. For sure. Well, we have the uh, video podcast is $250 to be on there. And we offer a bunch that goes with it. And mm -hmm. this so the podcast is open to everybody. I don't want to cut anybody out. And I think everybody has a has a story that they're pursuing their dreams. And uh, the video podcast is people who are who are really investing in, into their pursuit of their dreams. And they get to be put on all the platforms with along with the CEOs and celebrities that you see that are on the, the show already. I don't know if you follow wow. the show or if you've seen any of the I, episodes up there. Yes. I've, I've seen the one with the uh, Camp Transformation Center. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Sam. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's That's phenomenal. Cool. He owns 107 gyms. Oh, yeah, he let me drive that car, too. Oh, really? He did? That was yeah. awesome. I actually went to the Santa Ana location the other day for the boot camp. Oh, nice. oh it was amazing. That's what that yeah. You go to their gym? Um, I haven't been going lately, but yes, I yeah. was going to. they're phenomenal they have such an amazing and what they do is if you sign up for their six-week course if you complete it they give you the money back yeah that's what they were telling me Mm -hmm. that's why i need to get a job first (laughs) no but if you get if you do it and crush it they give you your money back i'm not sure what the terms are don't quote me on it but check into it that's the the camp transformation center there yeah sam back to is phenomenal it's amazing to see <clears throat> he was he wasn't a millionaire, you know, in 2010, and now I wouldn't even take a guess at what his net worth is, you know. And it's phenomenal. <laughs> but if you follow the link and go to my YouTube channel, for anybody who's listening, this platform is available on nine different podcast platforms. The full videos, the video casts are on YouTube, and a lot of the different clips and the, and the strong points and the strong strong facts from those episodes we pull clips and put them onto the instagram page so yeah if you check out the instagram page at behind the grams or coast to coast studios you'll be able to follow a lot of the full episodes and they're they're amazing filled with a lot of value and knowledge definitely yeah i really admire your work and yeah keep going at it well i I appreciate it i admire every one of you guys as well yeah Definitely. Yes. And I would definitely like to pursue this relationship with you and have future podcasts. And yeah, whenever you need anything, um, as far as like any new topics you want to talk about, like, feel free to ask me and I'll join in. Yeah. For sure. Well, I really appreciate that. I'll, I'll keep that in mind, Bianca. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Sure. No problem. Have a great day. And thank you all for listening. I appreciate you guys too. All right. Take care. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye.